Who raised you? Crime? Mistakes? And these motherfucking bitches? Y'all comedians know you've been biting the hate no TK on. shit for too long. TK. Motherfucking TK. Yeah. TK said, bit of bridge and got over it. Want the spot, but he holding it. You control, he controlling it. This shit clay, he just molding it. Had to beat all of them cases. Change all of they faces. Who raised you motherfuckers? They ain't think I was gonna make it. Keep it G to a G. It's always me versus me. Never me versus him. Cause I can't be like them. Said Latham put me on hold. But this ain't glitter, it's gold. How you gonna say no? And you don't really know. Who raised you? Ladies and gentlemen, this is the TK Kirkham podcast. Let me tell you something. I've been doing this for four years and I brought you some amazing people. But... This gentleman right here is not only a Hall of Famer, a legend. He happens to be one of my best friends for over 30 years. I give you the great Gary, the glove, Peyton, ladies and gentlemen. What's up, yo? What's up, TK, my man, my man? What's going down? You know, so how was church today? What was the word? Well, the word was have faith. You know what I'm saying? And right. My brother, and my brother was uh, and my brother's a pastor, so he... He did a great job on that. Yeah, he did a great job on that. It was, it was a great ceremony. He was really into it, and he got the Holy Ghost today. It was right. great to see him do that. Um, and it, it, it just made me feel good when I walked out of there today, and I, and I felt really rejoiced. That's a beautiful feeling, yo, to, to, to live a good life, to come walk out of there and feel amazing um, about just life and your health. Like we saw each other last night. He looked amazing. We chopped up and talked about different things. So what do you think about the game today, dog, with the Clippers in Denver? Well, today was good crazy. I, I don't know what's going on with the with the Clippers. Denver has done a great job in the last two series. They, they've been behind 3-1 in both series, came back and beat Utah. Yes. Didn't have a chance to – and then and, and then have a chance to play the Clippers. The Clippers get up 3-1 and now they're doing the same thing to them. I, I think the Clippers is in a dogfight. I picked the Clippers to win everything. But right now it's got me a little bit scared because I think this Denver team has, has got momentum now. they got, got momentum. Yep. And, the, and the big boy, the Joker, can't nobody guard him. And, uh, now, which he, one is the Joker, the center? The center, center from Denver. Oh, yeah, yeah, we call him this Joker. Yeah, Jokic. So it's like, it's like man, it's, it's been great basketball in the playoffs. Great basketball. Yes. Everybody wants to see the Lakers versus the Clippers, two L.A. teams, but I think they, they, got, a, they got a problem now. I, I think Denver's got the momentum, and I don't know what's going to happen on Tuesday. Denver will win. You think so? Denver's going to win, fam. Uh, I, I don't want that to happen, but right I know. Now it's looking, like that, it's looking yeah. like that to happen because you can't have Kawhi come in and only score two points in the third quarter. They're up 16 at half. Go up in the third quarter. In the third quarter, in the third quarter, they they up two, and then all of a sudden they blow up in the fourth quarter, which they did two games in a row. They've been up sixteen, and it, it, I don't know what's wrong with this Clipper team. Uh, Doc got to put a fire on there, or Doc's gonna have to basically uh, change his rotation. I, I think he's got to go to now to San forget it. You know, I'm, I'm gonna play. I'm gonna play a seven man rotation and, and wear out my players. Okay. Okay. Because I think the difference is the Joker. He's the rim right. protector, and he makes right. everybody adjust their shots. That's he's the, the big difference in the game. 
and he's scoring basketball points, and he's the best offensive um, center in the NBA right now. Yes, and, and he can shoot and three, and he, and he can shoot threes, and he can pass the ball. He's one of the best best big men I ever seen pass the ball. Uh, I I thought Sabonis. Uh, you remember Sabonis? You, yes, you yes. know he used to play with Portland. He right. was really good, and then he only came over late. I thought he was one of the he was the greatest um, big center, big man I ever seen pass the ball. But I think Jokic has overtook him now with the baseball passes that he throw and all that mm-hmm. stuff. I think he he's just he's just uh, incredible, and he's, he's beautiful and he to watch, right? Yeah, he like dominated. He, yeah, he dominated the game today. So the, now the Lakers is going to win it all, though. Whoever they play, they just look too good. I, I said that they, they were going to get beat by, by the Clippers if the Clippers played them. The Clippers are not in, in sync right now. Lou Williams is not playing no, no um, well. Harrell is not playing well. I think the best team out there. But you got to understand, the East is pretty good. They got two good basketball young teams over there that, that won't quit in okay. Boston and, and Miami. Okay. I, I so, think not a, not a, so it's not a layup. They they're gonna have to. Earn no, they're gonna have to earn it. Uh, but okay. right now, but right now with the way AD and 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 and, and um, LeBron is playing, and the guys who are their supporting cast making shots and playing, they they have a good chance uh, to win it all. They just look smooth, yo. They mm-hmm. just it just you know everything is just in sync with all right. of them. Right, right. And they're looking like that right now because they're playing that way. That style of basketball. Okay. And my man, what's the the point guy from um, Boston? Oh, uh, uh, Kimball Walker. No, 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 no. He used to play for Boston. He plays for the Lakers now. Oh, you're talking about, um, 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 you're talking about Rondo. Rondo, he looks good too. Rondo's been playing very well since he's got back to the bubble. You remember he was hurt? Came right. back to the bubble in the second round. I couldn't believe he was making those threes. Yeah, yeah. Everybody <laughs> say he couldn't shoot, but he's a feisty kid. I like that's my little my little young guy, man. And right. I like him a lot. He reminds me of myself. Him and him and um, Chris Paul is the only true point guards left in the NBA to me. Yeah. So you know, both of them play very well. They've been playing. Uh, you know, CP played well, but got eliminated. But uh, I think that uh, Rondo. It's been playing very well. That's been the the the, the, the factor for the Lakers for yeah, him to come right, in yeah. and make shots. Yeah, mm-hmm. right. I totally agree. I totally agree. Now, um, when I was watching the, the game and they talked about CP3, you think he's going to leave? You know what? I, I don't know. They this league is so crazy now, TK. As you see, Indiana with their head coach Nate McMillan, who is a big brother to me. Yeah. He has a great year, great year, you know, and then he doesn't get past the first round and gets swept, and he gets fired. Wow. Uh, Billy Donovan, who is the head coach at Oklahoma City, he has a great year. Nobody right. even thought Oklahoma City was going to even be like this. Yeah. They thought it was going to be a, a wash. They traded everybody. They got all the picks. They went and got Chris Paul. Chris, we didn't know if Chris Paul was going to be there. He stays and make a young team better. And then they 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 don't want to re, re um they don't want to uh, re up his contract and he leaves. So this this is really crazy. I don't know what Chris Paul wants to do. I think it's all in his hand. The ball is in his hand. Mm-hmm. So he, he's got to opt out of something on his contract and all that stuff. But the ball is in his hands. 
I think he wants to stay there. Depends on what kind of coach comes in there. Right. He wants to stay there and and be what he and be what he was to them young guys this year, which was a great leader. That was and, a great leader. He a, did great yeah. leader this year for them, and they did they did amazing things. I, I, they should have they should have been um, in, in, the, in the first round, but you know it was, came down to the end. But um, I think he should stay. I think he should stay and, and make that team even better. Now, what do you feel about the thing they talking about? White privilege, white privilege with Steve Nash getting that job up in Brooklyn. TK, that that to me right there, this league is about who you know. You okay. know what I'm saying? Marx is the is 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 the general manager at Brooklyn. He knows Steve real well. He plays. Oh, with okay. All that. He's the general manager. He's making all the calls. He went and picked his guy, man. You know what I'm saying? I, I mean, <clears throat> I get it. He picked his guy. He might not have no kind of experience, you know, at the situation. Right. But you don't really need no experience with this team, with this, with these guys that you got. You got Katie. Right. You got uh, uh, Kyrie. Uh, you got the Levert. And then you got the other uh, the other young fellow on there. I'm getting his name right now. That is great. They got a great Football, basketball team, I mean. Isn't that and something? So it really doesn't come down to coaching then, right? It's or do not. they coach themselves? I mean, they're going to have to be able to coach themselves. You got Kyrie and, and Katie on the team. They're not going to be there. I think he's going to go get some, some assistance that uh, will help him, guide him on, because he doesn't know how to be a head coach yet. Right. Do what he has to do, but they put him in the right situation. You know what I'm saying? Wow. How much was what the contract? It, um, I don't know, four years something. I don't know what it was. I'm not going to quote myself on that. But when I see things, but I'm not going to say that no, it wasn't a black guy out there that had more experience mm-hmm. that should have been the coach. Yeah. Yes, that is true. And I'm going to say that. You okay. know what I'm saying? But I still think it's about relationships yeah, and sure. who you know and who you know. You know what I'm saying? I I still think with all these jobs that's out here, a lot of black coaches is going to get picked. Right. And and I know. I I, I think Ty Lue's going to have a job. Um, I think who who else is out there? I think Jason Kidd is going to get a job. Okay. There's too many jobs out there. You know, it's still good jobs out there. The New Orleans Pelicans job is a great job. Oklahoma City job is a great job. Uh, New uh, Indiana job is going to be a great job. So I'm not concerned about no black coach gonna be not gonna get picked because it's gonna be a couple of black coaches that's gonna get jobs this year. Okay. Okay. That's good to know because I watched um my man on first take, Stephen A. Smith. Stephen A. Yeah. And he motivated me like a motherfucker that day when I mm-hmm. saw he was mm-hmm. so passionate about um, African-Americans getting positions as head coaches in the NBA. And and I think, me personally, I think it's time to do it um, since the NBA is is predominantly black. My concern is, what are they also doing for these young kids who get all this money, GP, and end up broke years down the line. Mm-hmm. 
Like, I, is, there, is there a structure for this to help them? Or yeah, yeah, yeah. The NBA does a great job of of giving you tools. They give you people that come in every day. They give you an opportunity and an option to uh, do internships, to have motor um, people that come in and, and want you to come and ask them about uh, um, um, saving your money. And okay, your good. Money. NBA does this a lot, you know. Okay. The, the NBA doesn't let people understand. The NBA does give you opportunity. But that's the player's option to do what they want to do. You know what I'm saying? Okay, okay. And they do have programs that say, yeah, we got this for you. And don't let people don't understand that because it does. Because when I was in the pros, we had a lot of opportunities to do whatever we wanted to do. Right. Yeah. Okay. All right. That's good. So now what have you been doing with your, your retirement and chilling? Because I'm got i going to surprise you with something. Okay. You got your own weed thing going on, brother. Yeah. yeah. yeah I'm I proud do. of you, yo. Got my own. Yeah, TK, I got my own little strand. The strand is a strand called the Gary Payton right. um, cookies and and burner the guy burner who's 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 with that and and, and runs that yeah came to me he's from he's from San Francisco yeah um, they grew a, they grew a strand and it so happened came out it was 2020 okay and with him being um, a big you know from the Bay Area and say we got to go with the OG. You know, 2020, that's Gary Payton, man. That's an OG. Awesome. And he named it after me. And it took off. You know, it, it took off like 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 a wildfire. It <laughs> took off, man. It took off. And I'm very happy of it because it's just giving respect to me that a lot of guys can buy it with my name on it and trust it and trust that it's a good strand, which yeah. it is a fire strand. Okay. Okay, that's that, that's a good thing. When I I was doing, I was in the studio doing some interludes on these gentlemen's uh, um on the album, mm-hmm. and your name came up, and they said, "Yo, Gary got this pasta. You got the fuck." I said, "That's all right." I said, yeah. "That's what I'm talking about." That made me proud, yo. Yeah, yeah that's a good thing. How do you feel about the social injustice going on, and all these young men getting shot and let knees on the uh, on a person's neck. I, it's just I've been a horrible year. I mean, it's been not just this year, all years. Mm-hmm. Well, let me give you my take on it. I think you heard me talk about it in my show. Right. I want young men. See, when we was coming up, there's a rule to hustling. If you get caught, you put your hands up, you go do your time, you fight your case, and you fight it. Right. But you don't fight the cops. Mm-hmm. to take it to another level to create a problem when there's already a problem. Now, some people, that know, to the fans and to the people Australia, around the world, who's listening to this before this brother says anything, I'm not saying that the brother, the cops should shoot us. What I'm saying is don't put yourself in a position for them to shoot us. Right. I want to hear what your take is on that. And I and I believe in that too. I mean, because you know, sometimes uh, it happens to a point a person where they put themselves in that situation. But you know, for us to understand that we've been this has been happening to us for so long. Yes. You know, sometimes mm-hmm. it sometimes it might have been the other person's fault, 
But, it, you know, it's always coming on the podium to be an aggressive, more aggressive than what they're supposed to be. Yes. I, I think that now that we have these cameras on our phones and stuff like that, that's been a great thing for us because yes. now we can see what's going on. In the, in, the, in the early ages, you know, when we were coming up in the 80s and the 90s, we didn't have all of that. And if mm-hmm. something would happen, they would just say, okay, we're investigating. Now people are pulling out these cameras and showing what they is, and we have to stop this. And we yes. have to punish these police officers and law enforcement who have done, who is doing that and got in their mind that they can get away with it because they are law enforcement and make it be a punishment so we can stop all of this. Make them go to jail. Make them go to jail and make them go to jail for life if we're getting the same treatment, if we do something. If we do something, we go to court and go to jail and do this and and go and and get judged and get sentenced. Make them do it. Not don't give them an out because they are law enforcement. Right. You know, if they do something as injustice and it's not right, and they over or they overstep their boundaries with their law enforcement, then they should be punished just like anybody else should be punished. Yes, sir. I totally agree with that. Because, see, since the, the marches of Martin Luther King and all these marches, we can't get nothing done until we change the law. Right. And you got to, like you said, you, they have to be punished. If you punish them, a motherfucker think twice. Mm-hmm. But if you don't punish them, there's no law to protect the black man. And you got to say, you know, people say, oh, black lives and all lives matter. It does. But when African-Americans are getting murdered at the alarming rate that we are getting done by police, something has to be done that needs to be passed. A law needs to be passed that any unarmed black man who gets shot by the police. It should be mandatory 25 years to life. I guarantee you a motherfucker yeah, stop shooting killing you. Right, and I I think and I'm right where with you. We have to punish these law enforcement who are doing this. You know what yeah. I'm saying? And it's got to be something. It's got to change. And that's why I'm loving what's going on now with these athletes and a lot of people who are empowered to let and, and to make people listen and understand. Because mm-hmm. they're watching TV and watching these guys, they and, and then we see this. It puts it on your mind to understand that, hey, man, this has got to be changed. We're going to have yes. to stop this. We, this is this is going to be stopped. You know what I'm saying? And and that's what it is. And I and I respect what the NBA, the NFL, the uh, baseball, the, the the tennis, everybody's doing to let people get the understanding that we can't and we will not let this be allowed any further. Yes, it's a scary thing, especially when you have young men, and I have boys, nephews, cousins, and it's it's just really sad how what this come to, and it's really sad about how this this president that we have in this country to bring this negativity out. Even in the NFL, the other day when they was booing the men who was kneeling. Mm-hmm. Already in Kansas City. Right, and I was like, damn, they don't give a fuck. Yeah. They just yeah. don't care. But, like, people are not getting it. It's really 
a thing that we have to come together. And see, it's impossible for everybody to get along, but it's not impossible for us to respect each other. Right, right. So you don't right. have to like me, but please mm-hmm. respect me. Mm-hmm. Respect that's what I'm different. doing. Right, and I respect what I'm doing. This is right. what I wanted to do. Right. You know what I'm saying? And, I, and mm-hmm. that's what Kaepernick was trying to tell them from day one. I don't have to like something. I can dislike it. I'm a human being. I got my own rights. You know what I'm saying? Yes, yes. And we should have listened to that earlier and been with him on the beginning. And now we, you know, now we kind of get it now. We should have been and started this. You know what I'm saying? We have the right. We have the right to do whatever we want to do. How can you tell us what we can and cannot do? You know what I'm saying? And that's Mm -hmm. not. It's not what's happening. They got their own. They got they. They got their rights to to boo if you want to. That's because they're booing because they've been in so much of the same stuff for years and learning the same stuff, and they don't respect what other people and what other. Uh, cultures, or I mean, black people, or Hispanics, or whatever, whatever, they don't respect it. And you know, we got to get to re- respecting each other. We got as to. you say, yeah. yeah. It is totally, totally important. Now, what's your um your take on the voting situation in November, fam? Oof. We all got to get out and vote, man. Uh, the reason this, this 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 guy got in there from day one, if you look at all the, the polls and the percentages, it was probably half of the, the in that world didn't vote because they didn't care. You know, you know, Obama was leaving out. We didn't have nothing else. People didn't like uh, Hillary Clinton for uh, for whatever reason, but she was our best. Candidate, you right. know what I'm saying? She's our best candidate to make this world be the same, or be better. I mean, yeah. and what happened was he let somebody get in there that doesn't take us for—he take us for a joke. It's too making we really a joke. You're right. right to him. It's a joke to him. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and, and 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 it's crazy because you know we still don't see it, and we have. We have not made any changes or made any improvement to me. Uh, we haven't made no improvement for this world. No, not at, at all. all. At all. And now we're and now we're in a dilemma where November is a big big time for us, and we have to get out, and we got to make change so we can be better. It's, I've never been this nervous before in my life. Mm-hmm. And the reason why I'm nervous because this man has the ability to fuck up your livelihood. Yeah. See, it's okay for a little crisis to happen, but when the whole world shuts down, businesses shut down, people can't eat. Like, I'm up here in Oakland, and I was just down in Oakland when I was in the studio. The homeless thing is insane, GP. Yeah, my home and my town. That's my hometown, and I know. You know, we've we, we've tried to help the homeless too a lot here um, by basically moving them to a park where they all have it in one section. Yeah, you know, not just under the the, the freeways and stuff like that. We've been trying to 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 do that. We've been trying to work uh, the the mayor to do things like that. Um, every Tuesday, me and my brother at his church in West Oakland. Uh, Greater St. John, we're giving away a hundred 
free free foods where you can sign up and get that if you need it, you know, through this pandemic. Okay. And I've been doing it all the pandemic, and, and it's been going great. I've, I've, we've served over almost uh, 1,600 boxes of food. And I promise products. you I'll be back before November to help you guys. Okay. Appreciate it. I, I appreciate it a lot. Appreciate it a lot. And it's been just great every Tuesday from uh, 12 to 2. And, you know, we, we, we trying to help. I'm trying to help and come back to my community and get back to what I see. You know, yeah. when I was growing up, when I was growing up, I didn't have a Gary Payton who can come and basically come out and give me motivation. But yeah. now that God has gave me this ability and this, this gift that he let me have, and I see it. Now I got to try to give it to somebody else that can pass it on to another generation, as in the Damon Lillards, who are from Oakland, who yeah. can come back down and do the things that they do. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, and, be, and help the Oakland uh, community. You know, uh, they're driving us out of our, our homes here in Oakland. Yeah. You know, because everything is getting higher prices and, and things like that. Oakland has changed very much. Man. And, and, and I'm glad it has changed, but it's changed for the wrong reasons to me. You know, okay. they take away they take away our sports. They take away our Golden State Warriors. They take away our Oakland Raiders. Instead of us and our councils trying well, to you're losing them. jobs, right? Right. We're losing jobs. And then Damn. all of a sudden, yeah, we're losing a lot. A lot of people are out of jobs. You know what I'm saying? Doing this. They're trying to take away our baseball team. You know what I'm saying? And we're not saying baseball what, team at. Uh-huh. They want to see they don't want to build a stadium. You know what I'm saying? And and we're trying to get the stadium built so that they won't lose. And what we should do is if people don't understand, they own all everything over there by our Coliseum. Won't right. you make it in won't you put it into something like um what the LA Lakers did in LA Live? Let's build something right. like that yep. and build a hotel around there and make Oakland become a great city and then we can start talking about Let's have a, a a World Series here. Let's have a, a, a Super Bowl here if we had a team. Let's right. have something that's going to be that's going to be irrelevant to our city. Build more hotels. Build more things that can generate money to come in, and people want to come here and be in other cities and say, "I want to visit Oakland." You know what I'm saying? We've heard Oakland and San Francisco. You know what I'm saying? Build something like LA Live where they got a movie theater and stuff, and then we can, we can, we can, uh, we can be okay. You know, we'll be fine. Right. I don't think people would want to tear up everything here in Oakland. You know, we will be fine. I think, that, but we got to give ourselves that opportunity to do that. But we don't. We take it away. We drive everybody out of here who's been here all their lives. Send them to Antioch, Stockton, Pittsburgh, and all that mm-hmm. stuff. You know, that's not where we're from. We're from Oakland, California. And you drive prices up on condos and apartments, and people can't afford that right now. Especially older, older people, they can't afford that. Right. You know? Right. What if they go all the way to Pittsburgh, Antioch, and their churches in Oakland? People in right. the 80s and 70s can't drive every day, or every week, to come out here for 30 or 40 minutes to go to church. It's a long toll. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? You know, we need something to be right here, and we need to make it better. It's crazy how when, now that you mentioned it that way, it opened up my eyes about all this losing the jobs, the older folk people uh, 
going out and can't get back into the city the way that they want to. Is, is, right. is the state or the city just out of money or something? What's going on? No, never. No, no. We're you know we we, we giving a lot of money away to different crazy stuff that we shouldn't be giving to. This is this is you know this is a a, a city where it, it, it TK it earns money. It gets money. We all going. We every city's going to be in debt sometime. But you okay. got you can make money more. You know what I'm saying? Right. But if you, if you think about it and and build something that can uh, uh, rejuvenate money and bring money in, you won't have that problem. Right. Okay? If you build something that's going to make money, you don't have a problem. Like what Vegas was doing, they doing out there. They go and build a stadium for the uh, for the Raiders. Now they're going to bring in money because yeah, what they got two stadiums down there, don't they? Uh, one, and then they built the T-Mobile Center for the hockey. No, isn't it the football stadiums? One for no. the Rams. No, they're just for the um, just for the, the Raiders is in Vegas, and then okay. Um, okay. you're talking about LA, the, the new arena that, that they built for the for the, the Rams and for the Chargers. But, okay, so the Chargers are not in San Diego no more, correct? No, they're in LA. They're in okay, LA. They're gonna, so they got two gonna, stadiums that are using one stadium. One stadium, just one stadium. They okay. built the big one. They big the the big stadium in um, in Inglewood, which is opening up today okay. uh, with the Rams playing Dallas Cowboys on okay. Monday Night Football. Right. Wow. Yeah. Wow. That's on Sunday insane. Night Football, man. Yeah. Right. That's insane. Yeah. But I heard the stadium looks amazing. Yeah, so it's a it's a piece of work, man. I, I, it's a piece of work. I went by there the other day. Right. It's amazing. It's amazing. It's amazing. Now, when they say it looks like a spaceship, it, does it similar look to does it look similar to the stadium in Atlanta, or is it bigger than that? No, it's it's more like a modern type of thing. You know what I'm saying? It's more like you can park up. You got valet. You got all that stuff. Uh, I think some of the things move where you go around and stuff. I think they just made it a high tech twenty thousand, twenty thousand, you know, and then this in this in this decade or whatever, this century, whatever, right. to to be like a, 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 a almost like space, you know what I'm saying? You know, we Damn. always get movies, we always Some get Jetsons. movies that you go Some see Jetsons like shit. yeah, the Jetsons, yeah, uh-huh. you, you always see stuff like you want to, you know, you on a spaceship and your car gonna fly, right, right, right. LA, I think that's what the L.A. owner did. And he made his his ballpark be a state of arts where he's gonna get Super Bowls. You know, he's, yep. he might get right. a World Cup in, in soccer. You don't know right. what's gonna happen if you build this stuff. That's right. More stuff comes. You know, what right. I'm saying? people gonna want to be at that stadium. That's you know right. what I'm saying? Because it's a state of arts stadium, and you've got all of this in there. You know, that's what's gonna happen. And the biggest grossing Super Bowl. Watch what I'm about to tell you is when they finally bring it to Las Vegas, Nevada. It's over. Yeah, I think so. And I think they, they're they doing that soon. I think yeah. they've already bid it, I think, in the next couple of years. I think they did. Yeah. I guess they did it in like three or four years, in about three years. It's, it's Vegas. They it. got the casinos. Yeah. Everything uh-huh. back to normal. Oh, my God. Yeah. It's going to be yeah. insane. Yeah, I think they, they brought it back there in three years because, you know, they, they were supposed to have the draft there. Right, they sure was. Yeah, sure was. they were supposed yeah. to have a draft there. And then I think he moved the draft there for two more years down the road. 
I think they get it in 2022 or something like that. They get it again. I think they get the draft again, yeah. I know that was one of the best moves. Now, you used to live in Vegas, am I right? Still do. Still do. Still got a home in Vegas. Still got a home in Vegas. That's where where I reside. I come back and forth from um, the Bay Area to to Vegas. Yeah, that's where I live. Now, you still got that beautiful house with the waterfall? Yep, I got that. Yep, I still got that. Put some more more stuff onto it, build some more stuff onto it and, and stuff. They got a big old house that's moving next door to me. That I gotta compete with, so I gotta keep competing with him. And <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I really love that house that you have. That was just a, a, an amazing piece of. Now, who designed that house? Well, a, a guy, a guy. Um, um, I forgot his name. Him and his wife was building the house for their their kids. Yeah, and. Uh, so happy it was just in wood. It was just in in the, you know in the, in the beginning stage. It was okay. just in pillars. He was just starting to get it up, and I was looking for a home, and I so happened drove by there and seen it, and he was building it for himself. Uh, I went in there and I told uh, I looked around and uh, then my wife then Monique uh, said you know she loved it. She loved the look of it. And I just told my agents, and I said, just make it happen. Buy it from me. And uh, he did, and he sold it to me. You know what I'm saying? Wow. And then yeah, we, we went from there. You know? And, and you've then, been there. Now, that's over, over 10, 15 years now, right? Yeah, it's been about, it's been about, about, I think I moved in there to 2001 or two or something like that. I've been okay, there right, about 19 right. years. Yeah, been about 19 years. Yeah, it's been about 19. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, that's awesome, man. Mm-hmm. That's definitely awesome. So, ladies and gentlemen, let me tell you, you know, um, me and his brother, we're in the Bay Area. Um, we're, we, I'm recording this today on Sunday, but we're going to air it on Monday. And what's going on, uh, we hung out last night at my comedy show. Uh, he always knew I was funny, but last night, ladies and gentlemen, I tell you, we was on Fire! When I say people were laughing, they asses off. <laughs> <laughs> it was just a beautiful event, and we get to do it again tonight here at Tommy T's. Now, when you hear this, this will uh, be a day late, and that's okay. But I just wanted you to know the fun that me and his brother have for over for over thirty something years. He watched me grow as a comedian. I I saw him come up in this game, and, and I wanted to mention this. If you never get a chance, I know you talk about LeBron James and AD. I know you talk about Michael Jordan and Scottie Pippen, but do your research on Gary Payton and Sean Kemp, ladies and gentlemen. See, you young kids, you're always thinking about what you know, but you never do your due diligence and do your research if you really take the sport seriously. So I'm going to tell you, Watch Gary Payton and Sean motherfucking Kemp. <laughs> the truth, damn it. They were the truth. They were the truth. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the TK Kirkland Show. We want to show mad love to a friend. We'll have him back on here again in the future. The great Gary Payton. My man, thank you for your time. You coming through tonight? 
Uh, yeah, I think I'm going to come and see you again tonight. You know you're my man. You ain't nothing but like family. Come on and hang out with you. I'm going to support you like I always do. Thank you. Always have a do. good time, man. Always have, always. We always going to have a good time. Always have a good time. Ladies and gentlemen, may God bless you, and may your pain be champagne. Salute. Make sure you follow TK Kirkland on Instagram at TK underscore Kirkland. For more information about upcoming events and more, visit www.officialtkkirkland.com. This episode of the TK Kirkland Show was produced by Chris Thomas, executively produced by Charlemagne the God. This is an official Loudspeakers Network production.